Welcome to Recover Strong, a podcast that will transform your recovery from an eating disorder by helping you go from theory to practice to mastery. This is your special time to learn new skills, tools, and get the inspiration you need to recover strong. Let's get started. your host, Jessica Flint. I'm the founder and CEO of Recovery Warriors, a wisdom sharing platform for all people impacted by an eating disorder. Recovery Warriors provides resources and support to heal your relationship to food, body, mind, and soul. I believe recovery is not only possible, but it is worth it. That is why Recover Strong exists, to help you see and connect to the potential that lies within you to find freedom from an eating disorder. Today, we are going to be talking about what to say to yourself when you feel freaked out and just overwhelmed by life. If you find that you're just saying things like, I can't handle this, like, oh my God, like, this is too much for me, or uh, getting into that kind of fatalistic, like, this is never going to end, like, I can't, once again, that word handle, it comes in, like, I can't handle this, and just feeling somewhat powerless and helpless around what's going on in life for a variety of reasons, right? Like there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. There always has been and there always will be. And so starting to kind of befriend that uncertainty and find new ways to work with it can be really helpful. And especially if you are more prone to anxiety, which as you've seen, as we've covered on the show here, anxiety really is associated with eating disorders. That was a huge insight that I had. And this was much years after I was recovered. So sometimes when we have that like hindsight, when you can see like, oh, whoa, like I actually struggle with anxiety. Oh, I even struggle with anxiety to this present day without an eating disorder, meaning I have to find ways to manage anxiety. And it's so cool. I'm here in Switzerland. I'm actually like, it's like 5 a.m. right now. So if my voice sounds a little bit like... I don't know. Just, it's like early. I'm trying to get up before the kids. Um my friend here, yeah, so kind of if you haven't been tuning in the most recent shows, I'm in Switzerland. I'm with my best friend. Uh, we met in college, actually, and she was my, uh, not my roommate, but she was my sweet mate, like next door to me. And we've been, we just celebrated like 20 years of friendship. Oh my gosh, I love it. And uh, yeah, I was her maid of honor. I'm her, one of her daughter's uh, godmother. And I am officially the other daughter's step godmother. So it's kind of fun to be like a fairy godmother to these kids. And I haven't been able to come out. She's been in Switzerland now for about five years. And I haven't been able to come out and see her because my dog Ona um, was sick. She had a brain tumor. She recently, she passed this past year. But I don't know, I was really attached to Ona and I just couldn't like uh, think, I didn't even, it was just hard for me to to want to leave Ona. She was like my pride and joy. I, that dog was everything to me. And it was really it was really hard to lose her this past year. And silver lining is now I uh, renewed my passport. And I used to travel a lot, actually, um, a lot, a lot. Before I started Recovery Warriors, I was a seagoing oceanographer. And so I would travel to about 10 countries a year on, on ships. And I was able to you know, rack up 
my passport stamps and everything. And so there's just like this huge explorer, traveler inside of me. And then I started a company, this company, Recovery Warriors. I, I had got Ona and things just became much more uh, grounded and I didn't really get out and travel as much. So it's been really fun to travel. At the same time, it's been like a whole new world to to be away from my podcast studio and like all of this. So once again, I'm under a blanket again. It's like 5 a.m. if you can picture this. It's 5 a.m. I'm under a quilt. Uh, my friend's mom is this expert quilter, actually. And she gave me one for my college graduation. But this isn't my quilt. This is my friend's quilt. And uh, yeah, I just have, I'm like surrounded by pillows on the couch just so I have this little like makeshift uh, podcast studio because the house isn't really designed acoustically for podcasts. It's like very it's cement and there's not much in it. I love it. She's, you know, it's kind of like Swiss design, really minimalist. I love it. I love it. Uh, for podcasting, though, it's not the best. So anyways, it's 5 a.m. I just want this to be proof that things don't have to be perfect. This clearly wouldn't be like a show that I'd be like, yes, girl, like this is the best show I've ever done in my life. No, I'm like still kind of waking up. I just want to be here to share these things because I, I feel like they're really helpful. And I know a lot of my friends too that I've been talking with lately have been feeling kind of overwhelmed and freaked out by life and just kind of like, how how do I manage this? My, my best friend that I'm here with right now, she has four kids. And for all you moms out there, I just want to say like, you guys really are like selfless servers. It's out of this world. Like, being around these four kids like is nonstop. If it's not one kid, it's like the other. And it's just, even if it was one kid, like even if you just one kid, it's like so much goes into it. Like I see my friend, she's like prepping breakfast and then like cleaning breakfast and then already getting ready for lunch. And then it, it, it's just, wow. Like, and, and then the emotions these kids have, it's actually really interesting to like see their emotional waves and how they just like freak out and they chill out and then they freak out. And they chill out. Uh, and I, I can see how easy it can be for a parent just to want to like turn that emotion off. Like I need a break, you know. Uh, and so it's really helped me connect more with my inner child, uh, reparenting and, and all of that. And it's just been beautiful to witness these kids at all different ages of when I personally went through a lot of trauma. And so just to kind of see what we're like at this age and all of that. And and why I bring this up too is that a lot of the way we manage our emotions now have to do with how we were taught to manage our emotions when we were younger or how we viewed the world then. We created our worldview at such a young age. I'm looking at these kids. I'm like, they're creating their worldview right now. Like zero to seven is like when you're creating how you think the world is and how you need to be inside of it. So it's it's fascinating. Uh, you can have anxiety even if you had a, a very loving, supportive family life. Like it doesn't have to be like this trauma background at all. And so today I want to share Five things to say when you feel freaked out and overwhelmed. And these are actually affirmations that I put into the latest track on the Daily Growth Habit, uh, which is the Embracing Uncertainty with Confidence track. So if you dig these, you can get 35 more in an audio playback where I just repeat these affirmations for you. And once again, these are always great to just connect with at any time of the day. Like you do not have to be lying down 
I personally find the most effective when I'm on the go, when I'm on the move, when I'm doing something. Because it's essentially just allowing your mind to connect with affirming thoughts. The, the mind's going to be thinking either way, right? So if you can really allow it to connect with thoughts that are going to empower you, and that's just something that when you repeat it consistently, you will see that there are benefits that come from it. You don't even have to believe all these affirmations. It's just listening to them is a way to not be listening to the eating disorder voice. So you can get the latest track, Embracing Uncertainty with Confidence, over at recoverywarriors.com slash habit. And we have uh, many more tracks that are already in there around coping with food guilt and uh, working with your body image, uh, recovery mindset. So check those out. It's free and you can play them directly from your podcast player once you get your private invitation link. So you can get that at recoverywarriors.com slash habit. So that's the daily growth habit. And before we get into these sayings, I also want to mention one more thing is we created a survey that I would absolutely love for you to fill out as a podcast listener. We recently did a 2023 survey for everybody who gets our emails on Warrior Wednesday. But I want to go a little bit deeper with you podcast listeners. You've probably seen that we've done a lot of different formats over the past few months. I am such an experimenter. I truly believe in the power of experimentation, curiosity. We, we, if we want to improve, we have to try new things. We have been growing amazingly. It's just been so cool to see the growth month after month. I, and I am so grateful for you. It means that you guys are sharing the show because there's no way we could grow this fast without you guys sharing the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Another amazing way for us to grow is if you can leave a five-star review for this show. I absolutely love reading what you guys say. In addition to take five minutes and fill out the survey, I have the link down below in the episode notes. We are expanding out. So you see that we have the Recovery Warrior shows and we have Recover Strong, which will be a weekly show. And we're also bringing in new shows specific to helping you improve your body image and overall relationship to your self-esteem and self-worth and shows to highlight the transformational process. So I'm really excited about these new shows and getting your feedback on this is really important. I want this next phase of our growth with Recovery Warrior shows and at Recovery Warriors to be a community effort, to really feel like you guys are a part of this process. And that means listening to you and what you want and hearing your feedback. And for listeners who I see like have put a lot of thought into their survey responses, I'll be inviting a select few to just do a discovery call with me so I can understand you more, what you're looking for more. I've been doing that um, over the past couple of months. I've been connecting with listeners and talking with them one-on-one -on -one, over Zoom, um, over chat. And it is just really helpful to me to understand what's going to serve you best. So getting into these five, five things that you can say to yourself when you're feeling freaked out and overwhelmed by life. Okay. This is when you're experiencing, I would say often anxiety or just intense emotions. Now, anxiety is a future oriented fear. Now, that's the way I like to think about it. Anxiety is future oriented fear. It's not a fear like, oh my gosh, tiger, rah, like it's essentially a fear that's created by your mind. It's something that has not yet happened yet. Yet the mind is swirling all these scenarios that it is. And so when we start kind of getting into that downward spiral of anxious thoughts, we create this illusory reality in our mind that's not even based on truth. It's just based on fearful thoughts, thoughts that things aren't going to go well, things are going to go wrong, uh, that this is going to happen or this won't happen that can really take away our confidence. Because if we already feel like what we don't want to happen is going to happen because anxiety is kind of 
painting that picture, well, then we can feel somewhat powerless and helpless in that moment. So these sayings I find can be really grounding, centering, and help me reframe. When you're just in freak out mode and, and overwhelmed by life and just feel like, I can't do this, like seriously, like this is too much. And so this saying I find helps me feel grounded and brings on more feelings of safety. The saying is, today I am safe. In this very moment, I am safe. This one I find is very helpful to repeat often, especially when an anxious thought arises, right? Because if you can ground back into this very moment, you are safe. And today you are safe. You start to build evidence of safety. Because the anxious mind wants to show all the ways that you're unsafe, right? All the way things are going to be dangerous in the future, not going to work out. In the moment, though, you are safe. Even just take a second right now. In this moment, you are safe. In this moment, you are safe. The more you can connect with that, today I am safe. If that feels like too much of a stress because you don't know what's going to happen later today, Go back to, in this very moment, I am safe. And allow yourself to connect with your breath. And the more embodied you can be in the moment, the better. That is the first thing to say. Really helping you get to a grounded sense of safety in this very moment. The second thing you can say is, I have overcome a lot and I am able to overcome more. The thing that builds our trust, builds our certainty, is evidence. And the more evidence we can build, the better. And so look back at your life and the things that you have been able to overcome. You have gone through a lot of storms in your life and you've passed through them. And so you can pass through them again. Even though the mind may be like, no, 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 not this one. This one's going to be a rager. This storm's going to completely take me out. Anchor back into the evidence that you have been able to overcome a lot and you are able to overcome more. If you're trying to stop a, a destructive eating disorder behavior, find the evidence of the times that you have been able to do it. There have been times that you've been able to not follow through. Sure, there's been times where you have done the opposite, but we're not looking for that evidence. We're looking for the evidence of the times that you have. And the more evidence we can build, the more confidence you build. The more confidence we have, meaning the more trust we have in ourselves, the more evidence we create. So use your actions of the past as evidence of what you're capable of doing. And that is you being resilient and being able to overcome things. The third thing you can say is, I possess the qualities I need to find solutions to my problems. A lot of anxiety is really about not feeling like you can handle something. That whatever happens in this future-oriented fear scenario, it's going to be too much and unbearable. But when we start to connect to this idea that we possess the qualities we need to find solutions to our problems, or you possess the qualities you need to find solutions to your problems, it activates the problem solver in you. 
We are natural born problem solvers. You're a problem creator, but you're also a problem solver. And we can start to use that same imagination and start to channel it towards solutions. It becomes somewhat fun to have this curiosity and this wonder about how can I work with this? My friend and I were talking about this the other day because I was experiencing a lot of uh, anxiety. How can you move through it in a way that's just like a childlike wonder? Almost like as if you're skating on ice, like wee, like just going into the the future with this like, I can handle whatever comes my way, like wee into the future. It is just a fun little image for me just to see myself skating along ice. Sure, there's going to be cracks on the ice, right? That's the anxiety, like it's going to crack ahead and I'm going to fall in. But there is this ability to just kind of lean into it and move forward Because when we're stuck in the crippling anxiety, we're in this fetal position where we're not even moving. The more we paint this picture of something needing to be perfect in order to do it, the less we do. The fourth thing that you can say is, I am choosing to be at peace with what happened, what is happening, and what will happen. This one is all about acceptance. When we can be at peace, that that means forgiving, letting go, right? Being at peace with what happened in the past, what is happening in the present, and what will happen in the future. It takes away this obsessive need for control. When we try to control what's going to happen in the future, when we do that, It's because we're trying to control for something we don't want to feel. We're trying to avoid a feeling, whether that is a feeling of rejection or abandonment or helplessness, powerlessness. So when our decisions are control-based decisions, trying to control something, it's because we are trying to avoid a feeling. So whenever I notice I'm getting into a really anxious state, you know, my mind's spinning out all these stories. I have to ask myself, what am I trying to control here? What is the outcome that I don't want to happen? That's kind of another way of looking at it. What is this outcome that I'm scared of? Okay, what is this outcome? And what feeling am I trying to avoid? So when you're feeling these anxious thoughts and look at the future scenario, what is the feeling you're trying to avoid? What is, what is the thing that you don't want to feel? And this ties in now with the fifth thing you can say. This moment is an opportunity for me to realign with my values and true worth. And what I love about this thing to say is that it really ties in with understanding who you are, your authentic core. What are your values? And value work is always at the heart of what I teach. Because when we understand our values, it becomes easier to make our decisions. But also when we understand our values, we get closer to our authentic self. Just because society has certain values or your family has certain values or your friends have certain values, don't mean you have to have the same values. And so when you can see a moment of feeling scared, 
when you can take a moment of feeling overwhelmed and like you don't want to feel something, once again, right, we're going to tie back to this idea that when we're in these anxious states, it's because we are afraid to feel something. We don't want scenario X in the future to happen because we are afraid of the feelings that will arise in that scenario. But when we can say, I will love every freaking feeling, I will let every feeling in, I'm going to be a mama to all of these feelings, I am going to let myself feel. So in these situations that bring up strong feelings or feelings that we don't want to feel, it allows us to align more with our values and our true worth. This idea of what do I truly want? Not what I think I should want, but what do I actually want? And if I am a powerful creator who truly has the ability to solve problems and has overcome a lot and I'm safe in this very moment, how can I align with my values and true worth? And this often leads to the next step of creating a boundary, whether it's an internal boundary within yourself of this is okay, this is not okay, this is who I am, this is not who I am, or an external boundary with another person this is what I stand for. This is not what I stand for. This is what I want. This is not what I want. This is okay. This is not okay. In the beginning, setting boundaries will feel unsafe. Because if you have been prone to a lifetime of people pleasing, the narrative behind that is I'm safe when I do what they want. I'm safe when I don't set boundaries. And as you mature and grow and get stronger in your own self, you realize that was never serving you. And when you can set boundaries, that creates your safety. You're creating your safety. This is okay. This is not okay. Internal boundaries with oneself and external boundaries with others. And when we set a boundary, it's not about controlling the other it's about us making a self-loving decision. And that decision comes more easily when we know our values and our true worth. Oh, I'm hearing the kids. They just woke up. <laughs> I'm going to end this here. Uh, <laughs> I, I did it. I'm proud of myself. I just want to celebrate that, guys. Celebrate imperfect action. All right. Well, I hope these five things to say have been insightful for you and that you can use them at any point in time when you notice your anxious thoughts running the show, telling you all the doom and gloom scenarios and how all these things are not going to work out and everything's just going to fall apart and you're not going to be able to handle it. You can and you have and you will. Alrighty, my warrior love, please fill out the survey. It's in the episode notes below. You have valuable insights and wisdom to share. So please take a few moments out of your day to fill out the survey and leave a review for the show. It really helps us grow and uh, continue to provide you the support that you need. And please do that. And when you do, celebrate that you really just made my day, my team's day, and that you are helping this show reach more people. And goodbye, signing off on my last hours here in the beautiful country of Switzerland.
Well, my warrior friend, thank you for having the discipline to listen in. If you found this episode helpful and know somebody in recovery who could benefit from its inspiring message, please share this show with them. It would mean the world to us at Recovery Warriors if we can get our cause out to more people struggling with an eating disorder. So if what you heard today was helpful, share the show with another warrior or anyone on your treatment team. You can do this directly from your podcast player or send them over to recoverywarriors.com. We have a goldmine of free resources there for all stages of recovery. And until the next episode, may compassion like the path you are on and courage keep you on it. You totally got this, warrior. Whoa!